Hey guys, welcome to Raw Reality, a podcast brought to you by myself, Tori Story, and Fit with Lily. We are here to unpack everything health, fitness, lifestyle, and mindset, bringing you lighthearted and deep conversations about our raw reality. Buckle up, bitches. Let's go. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Raw Reality Podcast, episode 32. So sorry about a little hiatus. But it's it's for a good reason. It's for a good reason and we're going to be in your ears a lot more. Yes, I'm so excited to be back. I feel like the break was needed. Lily and I just needed to sort our shit out pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and we just felt like, we, one, we needed the break to really just sit down and plan what we wanted. We had a few meetings and just like talked through everything, like where we want to take the podcast, what we want to do with it. I feel like we not got a bit lost with it but we just like we're kind of freaking out which way we wanted to take it and we kind of went off that track a little bit yeah it's hard as well being so interstate that we just like it was just one Mm -hmm. thing we ticked off each week it was more like we weren't growing it we were just kind of like doing it getting it done and just moving on but now we're both like making sure we put time and effort into the podcast every single week and multiple times a week as well so we can actually focus on growing it for you guys and for ourselves as well yeah, 100%. So I feel like our outlay and our plan moving forward is so much better. And I think we do really want to take this in more of a, I guess you could say, serious route. And we yeah. really want to provide lots of value, educational tips, just honestly everything that we can still have those lighthearted episodes along the way. But it's more so, you know, to give you guys the pep talks, the value and everything that we do in our lives to then share with you guys. Yeah, exactly. And we're bringing you two episodes a week now which is going to be so exciting so this week you're going to hear Tori's voice on Thursday so get ready for that and then we're just going to be swapping back and forth um each like fortnight essentially so one week will be me one week will be Tori as well and that's just again to bring you guys even more content from us I'm very excited for that solo app it's going to be weird yeah I know it will be weird but I'm very excited I feel like with us being interstate it is hard but we do want to make the most of it while mm-hmm. we are interstate and I think that we are just going to utilize this to the best of our ability with being able to as you're here today interview guests from like each other's states and then being able to travel hopefully and interview people and then bringing you those solos solo apps where we can just dive a little bit more into like what we're super passionate about so yeah. my my side of it I guess will be like mindset holistic lifestyle healing athlete sort of stuff and then yeah. Lois will be like the bodybuilding nutrition training. and obviously it'll yeah. training yeah it'll chop and change but it's just like honestly we've already got a list of like little topics that we can talk about but essentially it's kind of like a pep talk it'll be those episodes can literally go from like 10 to 40 minutes long like however we riff on for about yeah. but yeah I'm so excited yeah it's gonna be good it's gonna be good so that's pretty much like what's in the plans at the moment not even in the plans that's what's happening at the moment yeah um yeah. and i'm very keen for it but pretty much let's get straight into this r and r uh before we get an exciting guest on yes so excited so i'll kick off with my r and r i had a good week i had my first uh, like proper personal branding photo shoot which was super exciting mm, yeah it was like a long build, stressful build up, but we got it done and I'm so grateful that I did. And it just felt amazing. Like I felt so confident at the shoot and just like all of the pieces that we got, I'm just waiting for like the final photos to come through. Um, but I like did get a lot of behind the scenes sort of stuff thanks to Jackson, but it just felt really, really good and able to like kind of take my content and brand a little bit further. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like what I've done over this like little break. It's so hard because I'm like, I feel like I have a very short term memory. Like I can remember what I did this week, but like weeks before I'm like, did I even do anything? No. I know. And we both have so much on at the moment. Oh, like there's a bit on in both of our lives. Yeah. So we're just getting through. But Jackson did his first Melbourne trip for footy. So I had the weekend. Well, not the weekend. It was literally a night to myself. Um, I had the Naked Harvest event, which was honestly amazing. Mm-hmm. It was so inspiring and just empowering to hear from Georgie and a heap of other, you know, just amazing community people and the other influencers that were there as well. Um, and then honestly, it's just been like a last week of school holidays and planning for the podcast. That yeah. was literally And my you've week. been on your YouTube grind. It's still coming. Yeah, YouTube grind still smashing is real. it out. 
yeah I'm very proud of you for that we're doing well we're doing Thank well you. here yeah. I feel like mine has been pretty much the same I haven't done a lot in the past few weeks in terms of fun activities it's been a lot more behind the scenes and like trying to navigate my way through like my business and obviously like I only started it in October November last year so I've had like I don't know it's been a crazy journey I'm still figuring it all out trying to set boundaries trying to figure out efficient ways on doing everything because I've got the basis covered and now it's trying to build on top of that while also balancing ticking off the boxes and trying to scale your business is so hard and I'm sure other business owners can like completely relate to this it's just finding that extra time to like go that one step ahead and like start on a new project that you can do while also replying to other people and doing everything else so it's just one of those things I'm trying to balance at the moment and if you know me you know I'm very slow at doing things (laughs) and we're working through that I don't know why it's not that I'm not productive I'm productive as in doing a lot each day but I just do each task so slow and I don't know why I just it just happens and it's just like Mm. I can time block my day but I'm like within that hour that I plan to do all this I did a quarter of that don't know why it just I'm slow but it's okay we're working on it you don't like you don't procrastinate no you just slow at the task that's what it is and that's I was speaking to Geordie about this the other day and he was like it's your in-between things as well and he's like you just don't move with purpose and I'm like Mm. but like it I don't know it's a weird thing it's a weird weird thing but we're getting through (laughs) we're getting there yeah anyways that was just like pretty much the um that week and then also just like trying to make time for friends and I feel like Mm -hmm. that's so important especially for like both of us I guess you can go to dynamite but you're working with young kids so it's not like it's not that social interaction that you need Yeah. yeah and especially as like a business owner you're working from home and you just kind of feel start to feel disconnected from society sometimes and like those Mm. friendships and stuff so it's actually making time for friends and like stopping your work and going to do it don't cancel plans like you need to go and do that it's like equally as important yeah we were literally talking about this today just about like when you're working for yourself now like i'm on school holidays right now and for the next week and it's like all i'm doing is sitting behind my laptop like if i'm not creating content i'm sitting behind my laptop when I leave to go out the house for a walk, it's putting up stories. When you're mm-hmm. at the gym, it's getting content. Like it just actually doesn't end. And yeah. I feel like I've got a real proper taste of it this week. Yeah. I love it so, so much. That's but the other thing. Just, We're so grateful for it, but it's just yeah. like full on. Yeah. 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 And I think too, like we're just like navigating that. And, you know, I realized this the other day, like I have obviously my friends in Gold Coast, like I have such great friends in Gold Coast, but my Still, my closest friends are not near me. Like, you're in yeah. Perth, Riley and Taya are in Sunny Coast. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, I can't remember what I was thinking. Oh, I wanted to film, like, a YouTube, like, going to, I don't know, doing, like, a mukbang something, getting food and, like, chatting. And I was like, mm, the people I want to do with are kind of not in, yeah. and, like, Annabelle's in Brisbane. Like, it's yeah. not easy. Oh. Yeah, and which I'm is just weird because like, why is everyone not in the Gold Coast? Like, you think that's the place to be. Like, why I know, are you I'm not just living waiting there? for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so hard. I so get that as well. I am very fortunate that I have found, like, connections here. But even then, I was like, it's my birthday this week, as you're listening to it, actually. It's my birthday on Thursday. Yes. Um, but I was, like, trying to plan something. And I was like, actually... I don't really have much to plan. Like I asked Grace what she was doing this Saturday. She's like, I'm actually Mandra. And I was like, cool, Chloe, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm not doing anything. I'm like, okay, so it's me, Lily, who was just like Geordie's sister and my like close friend and Geordie and Chloe and me. I'm like, nice. Like, you know, like <laughs> sweet. <laughs> and I do have like lots of other friends here. Half those other friends are on prep about to compete. So that's just like out of the picture. But it's just yeah. like, yeah, you do have like a lot of friends, but it's those close friends. That's just mm. different. Mm. it's different it does (laughs) it really does but it's fine it's fine all right quick little r&r for today but we will dive a bit deeper in next week's episode but we are now introducing our first guest on the raw reality podcast and we are so excited so we're welcoming grace to she's a 22 year old entrepreneur who started a jewelry business called love struck lou last year in 2022 through that time she has established her place within the marketing Market designing multiple collection. Oh my god, I butchered it, guys. <laughs> I was doing so well. You were. You were. It's fine. Uh, anyway, moving on. Through that time, she has established her place within marketing. I just can't say that. <laughs> I'm going to cut it out. It's nine minutes. <laughs> start this again, and I'm going to cut it from the start. From like the nine from minute Start from Grace Two's. It's market. Okay. So she's established her place within the market designing multiple collections. I market comma okay cool. yeah 
Welcoming Grace Stoos, she is a 22-year-old entrepreneur who started a jewellery business called Love Struck Lou last year in 2022. Through that, she has established her place within the market, designing multiple collections authentic to her and the brand. Grace has also grown a large presence on social media. You may know her through her TikTok and her daily vlogs, which we all love her for and everyone has fallen in love with. So in this episode, Grace dives into how she navigated her way through starting a business in her early 20s, how to stay authentic to yourself in social media while building a presence online. And she also opened up about her past struggles growing up as a teenager. It's a really interesting episode and she dives into absolutely everything and anything. So I'm very excited for you guys to listen to this. Basically, we hope you enjoy. Hello, Grace, and welcome to the Raw Reality Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Hello, Lily. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited. So Grace is pretty much our per- first proper guest. We obviously had Jackson, so I'm not forgetting about you, I promise. But Grace is our first proper one that we're having in, and we're going to speak about all of her love struck business, social media, and basically just all the things as well. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> so pretty much, just to give you a little bit of a rundown, Grace and I only met, I'm going to say like two months ago. Yeah. Not even. We yeah, literally not- moved to Perth like... A day after each other so. yeah yeah actually yeah grace moved like on the sunday and i moved on the monday so and we also like became friends i would say like through social media and through chloe as well so yeah thanks chloe thanks yeah. for making us friends little friendship cupid <laughs> yeah. there because <laughs> finding friends over like interstate is so hard especially mm-hmm. when you grow older like you're not exactly like we're both self-employed so it's not like we have people from work have people from sport it's literally like you've just got to make your own friends yeah and I think we both got very very lucky in the sense that we've fallen into great friendships oh 100% so quickly yeah I always have like people come ask me and they're like how do you make friends I'm like I don't know it just happens Instagram (laughs) literally okay let's cut basically straight into it Grace has a love struck Lou business, which is basically jewelry. Um, she started it a few years ago now during COVID lockdown. Um, I started it kind of as an accident in 2021. Yep. And then it's our first birthday on the 12th of April. <gasps> so started taking it seriously on the 12th of April, 2022. Okay, so, so only last year. Dates. Yeah. Wow. Yep, so the new collection coming out called One Love is our first birthday collection. Oh, I love that. So definitely keep an eye out for that, guys. That's going to be a very, very fun one. So basically, like, let's start from the very, very start. What made you start the business? Did you, did you ever go to university? Did you think you're going to be an entrepreneur or did you just kind of fall into it? Um, I kind of fell into it purely by accident. I did actually go to university. I studied um, marketing for one semester, moved all the way over yep. to Melbourne from Tassie <laughs> and lasted about six months and came home because of COVID. Yeah. But then um, I hated uni. Every mm-hmm. aspect of it was just not me. So gave that the flick and um, fast forward to 2021 December, yep. I was very broke after a holiday to Queensland and I didn't realise Christmas was the next week. And mm. I was like, oh my God, I need to get my girlfriends some Christmas presents. But I had no joke, 70 bucks in my bank account. Yeah. So I thought I'll make them some handmade friendship bracelets. And then I obviously had my Instagram and I posted a picture of a smoothie mm-hmm. and my wrist was in it with this friendship bracelet on. And I got like 50 plus messages saying, where is that bracelet from? Wow. Was it like a beaded bracelet or like, was it like, what type of bracelet was it? It was the, you know, that colorful beaded pearly trend that was yep. going around. With like the letters on it as well. No letters. Oh, okay. Letters did come into the play a bit afterwards, <laughs> yeah. but um, it was, yeah, just the beads and the pearls. And that was like right before that was on trend. Right. So I think I jumped in right at the right time. Yeah. And yeah. so many girls were so interested in it. And they said like, look, if you're ever selling them, let me know. Yeah. And I had some beads left over. So I just made an Instagram on the spot, came up with the name on the spot. Wow. Um, yeah. And then basically got enough orders to have to go back and buy more beads, sold out my local uh. bead shop. And then, yeah, it kind of got to the point where I was staying up super, super late at night because I couldn't keep up with everything. And I was working Mm. as a personal trainer at Body Fit. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, basically quit my job and then started taking it seriously 
around that April mark in 2022. Yeah, right. I feel like that's a very condensed story because also if you didn't know, Grace used to work at BodyFit as well. Yeah. And we also coincidentally both quit that at the very similar times as well. Like I'm going to say within a month of each other Mm. to go off and do our own thing, which is crazy as well. Yeah. And what made you take that like leap from leaving BodyFit to going all on yourself? Um, It was getting to the point where I would get home from work at five o'clock in the afternoon Mm. after doing a 5 a.m. start. So, you know, that classic back and forth that you do when you're working in the gym um, and I'd come home just to bead and I'd end up beading till about 2am and I'd have to get up again at 4am in the morning so yeah. I was sleeping for not very long yeah. every night and I was burning myself out yeah um, and I don't know I'd always envisioned myself one day just being my own boss mm-hmm. um, but I decided to take the leap and just quit my job yeah. I was kind of over body fit so yeah. I feel like it's one of those jobs that like you love for a while and then you just start to burn out real burn fast out. Yeah. yeah and I was like definitely burnt out and just hating my life so I thought <laughs> yeah. let's just take the leap scary yeah. but we'll do it yeah and, and were you living at home at that time uh no so Ooh. at the time I was renting with a few of my um friends yeah and I did end up actually moving home but um yeah, I was living by myself at the time. So I was just making mm. really risky decisions <laughs> yes. in that time. I feel like <laughs> it, bec- it comes to that point though where it's either you've got to go all in on something or you're just like playing 50-50 for so long and it's not actually growing. Yeah. So the second you kind of make that decision to go all in, in you have no choice but to make it work. Yeah. And I feel like that would have happened with you as well because you didn't have any other option. That was your only source of income. You had no option. No. Yeah. I mean, I do have my Instagram, which is always great as a backup. Mm, but yeah. yeah, now Love Struck Lou is my job. Yeah, definitely. That's yeah. so exciting. So fun. Okay. And how did you come up with the name? I feel like everyone has the same question with this one because Lou, if you didn't know, is Grace's boyfriend's name. Yeah. So everyone kind of like thinks they're the same thing. Yeah. Well, it's really funny because all the guys at home they're all like oh love struck as in Lou as in Lewis your boyfriend (laughs) and I'm like no my middle name is actually Louise um so I used to always get called Gracie Lou as a kid and my parents still call me Uh, that okay Um, and I am a sucker for love and romance yeah so I actually went on google and I was like what are some words that start with l Yep. Um, and got like, you know, those big pages yep. that come up, scrolled through for about 10 minutes. And then I was like, oh, love struck. Mm-hmm. Lou, love struck Lou. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I put it in like the little ABN name searcher and no one had taken it. So I yep. bought the rights right there and then. And I was Smart. like, that'll do. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like the hardest part as ministers of, of, sorry, is only like figuring out the name. Like that is so hard. Yeah. Tori and I define like the name Royality. Oh my goodness. We were going back and forth, back and forth. And I think it gets, gets to a point where you're like, I have to choose that or else we're just going to keep carrying on. Yeah. And if you think for too long, it's just mm. like nothing fits. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought I'll just do this. Yeah. Um, the fact that the Instagram name wasn't taken was kind of the, the selling point for me as well. I was like, yeah. I don't have to muck around with this. Especially Instagram names. Yeah. yeah. So did you start the Instagram pretty much straight away off the bat? Um, I started the Instagram before actually buying the rights to the name. Right. So yeah. I just made it and put it just like on secret private. So yeah. no one knew what Smart. it was. Didn't yeah. follow it myself or anything. And it sat mm. there for about a day or two. And yeah. I was like, yep, cool. We'll do yeah. that. That'll That's work. Yeah. Smart. All right, so what do you reckon like overall the hardest part has been about navigating Love Struck Lou? And especially kind of going from working in body fit, which is a completely different industry, to going all in by yourself and literally like teaching yourself the reins. Um, I would say the workload and kind of the idea that it, when you work for yourself, it never ends. Yeah. You don't switch off. You would know exactly yeah. how that feels. Um, like I'll catch myself at, for example, last night, eleven thirty at night, I was like, "Oh, I could just do one more job," and you switch off, and you're like, "Okay, I'm going to go to sleep now." Yeah. And then something pops into your brain, mm-hmm. and you're just laying there. So you're like, "I may as well just do, do it. it." Yeah. And then you get up. I didn't go to sleep till like two o'clock last <laughs> night because I was like, "If I do this job, then I can sleep." And then the next yeah. one would come up, and yeah, I feel like that's what everyone says. Like whenever I tell people, I'm like, "Oh, I'm an online coach. Like I have my own business." Like that's so good like you can work whenever you want you have your own hours and yes it obviously does come with the pros a thousand percent yeah but also those parts of like that people don't really understand how much extra work you have to put in like you don't have someone to delegate like okay you do the marketing you do the product design you do the manufacturing like it's all you Mm. you have to do all of the projects and it's hard yeah so basically right now it is just me running majority of the things Mm -hmm. um my dad does work for me I've hired my dad so that's really cute yeah 
Um, and he does all the order packing and everything like that. So anytime an order is um, sent off to you, my mm-hmm. dad has gone and handpicked it all and packaged it up for you. Um, and I have hired like um, an accountant and all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah. That would actually probably be the other thing that's really, really terrible. Yeah. Accounting. accounting. I literally had my first ever meeting with my accountant the other week. And he was like very good at explaining things in simple terms, but still I'm like, I'm so overwhelmed. Like you don't want to do the wrong thing either. No, and tax you, man's oh, terrifying. Yeah. If I met him, I think I'd crumble. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's very scary. But like once you have that sorted and it's clean, yeah. everything is like fine. But I do agree. It's like never ending. Yeah. It's never ending. And it's also teaching yourself things and it doesn't take an hour because you have your like a boss or a manager telling you how to do it Mm. you have to figure that out and exactly Exactly. like we were talking about the other week is like marketing ads and Facebook ads and all those different things it's like how do you learn and I feel like YouTube helps but not it's not niche to your business and it's all dated as well Mm -hmm. so it's all kind of like three to six months behind the game yeah and trying to stay on top of the current trends and everything is quite challenging Mm. but my number one tip if there's anyone listening that wants to be a small business owner or anything like that is just make sure you outsource stuff that you are not confident in. Like if okay. you're not confident in your accounting or you're not confident oh, right. in so you're saying, yeah. your graphic design or yeah. something like that, spend the money mm-hmm. and do it properly. Don't 100%. half ass stuff. Yeah. Can, can we swear on yeah, this? Yeah, we absolutely okay, can. <laughs> stunning. I'm actually really big potty now. Yeah. Um, I don't really swear that much on social media, but yeah. if you knew me in person, you'd yeah. be like, wow, every second. Shut up, Grace. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, definitely outsource stuff that you are not confident in. It takes the stress off and mm. it allows for you to focus on the things that bring you joy and make you happy within the business. I feel like that is one of the biggest things in business is like, don't try and control absolutely everything. The second you start, yeah, it doesn't work. You have to let other people take over Mm. and kind of drop your ego as well and just let them do the job without controlling every little aspect because you just don't grow that way as well. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't scale having 100% control over everything it just does not work did you find when you first started going from like the beading shop that you would like literally walk in and buy all the beads how did you then transition to a manufacturer like how did you I found that would be the hardest part for a lot of upcoming business owners is making that switch yeah well it was quite scary because it got to a point where the beading shop couldn't keep up with me Mm. so I'd go in I'd be like guys come on we need these beads and I needed them yesterday kind (laughs) of thing she'd be like you're gonna have to go straight to the beading manufacturer so I did yeah um and then that's when I learned about the whole manufacturing process and that you know you can outsource ready-made jewelry yeah um but I did some research and quickly found that jewelry is not very sustainable it's Mm. not good for the environment um if you don't order through the right manufacturer or the right business Mm -hmm. so that's when I was like okay there's a gap in the market here and I am huge on sustainability I op shop, I do all of that kind of stuff. I'm a big believer in looking after our poor old planet (laughs) because not many people, like, I feel like the older generations Mm. don't really care. It's definitely our generation that's starting to take that step up and make sure that it lasts long enough (laughs) for generations to to come. And our kids to live. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like, that stuff terrifies me. So that's always been a really big focus of mine before I even had this business. So. Um, I looked into manufacturers, researched a bunch of stuff and came to realize that there's not that many out there that sustainably manufacture. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, basically just went through, I'd say probably 30, just like wow. inquiring about what they were up to, yeah. doing all that kind of thing. That's a lot. A like, lot. I don't think people, I think people will choose like three and then just go from there. Yeah. Like 30 is going deep and heavy into it. Yeah. yeah. So I sent off like a lot of emails um, and heard back from all of them and a lot of their price points were just like astronomical Mm. if I'd put my profit margin on them I just I'd have to be charging like a thousand dollars for a piece and no one's gonna spend that kind of money so I um yeah narrowed it down to about three or four and then got a bunch of CADs drawn up which is um basically a 3D version of okay yeah um, your designs so they look very professional it's like what your jewelry would look like but just on a computer drawing yeah Um, Got a bunch of those drawn up and then decided on the manufacturer that I'm with now. And yeah, got a bunch of samples sent in. That was about a six to seven month process. Yeah. Um, And yeah, whilst that was all going on, I was still beating away. That's a long time. Yeah. Like things don't happen overnight as well. And it's like when you come up with a design, 
that's for next year. That's All not right. for like in a few months time when you want to release it. Like you have to be ahead of the game yep. and thinking one step forward always because if you're just planning a few months ahead, you're not going to get anywhere in your business. I'm already planning for February yeah. next year and it is, what month is it? It's like April. April tomorrow. 31st yeah. of March. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's insane. So literally a year ahead, you have to be on top of your game and try and obviously you're kind of sticking away from the trends. You're definitely like not keeping up with that. You have your authentic touch to it. Yeah. But obviously you still need to be in that market a little bit to make it relevant to a larger audience yeah and I think that's also like a different point for me as well like I'm not a big believer in following trends because Mm. they burn out and you end up chucking the stuff out or never using it again um I'm very big on old school stuff and like a lot of my inspiration is drawn from um like hand-me-downs and my family heirlooms and then I do put that modern twist on it but yeah I just sometimes trends are just so like hit and miss and yeah. then it just ends up being wasted and people don't get the full use out of it yeah. and by so. the time you start designing a trend well the trend's going to be gone so there's exactly. no even point doing it the only big companies that can do it and that start the trends that that's it's called fast fashion and that's why they yeah. do it because it's not sustainable it's very cheap on their behalf and it doesn't cost them anything and they can just pump it out like there's no tomorrow yeah but for businesses like you who go a lot more down the sustainable route it's so hard and you have to kind of stay authentic to yourself and just like stick with your gut and your business values as well you don't mm. want to steer away of that just because you want to stay on top of the, like the game at the moment exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly all right so in terms of like being an entrepreneur and like um managing yourself how do you structure your days because I find that would be one hard thing is if you want to go to the beach you can go to the beach if you want to go for a coffee friends you can but how do you kind of structure your days around that um I do get up quite early usually mm-hmm. today I had a bit of a sleeping because I was a bit tired <laughs> but that's like the part of being your own boss yeah. you can have a sleep in if yeah. you want to but um I usually try to wake up around 5 a.m which a year ago I would be laughing at myself because mm. I just never used to do that well especially if you're working at body fit like you'd have to get up at four and then also oh well I guess I work a year ago so working for yourself but all the same time you just don't want to wake up early. Yeah. Like you need that sleep in any other time. Yeah. Mm. And I don't know, me and my boyfriend, we're currently doing long distance, which is about to come mm. to an end on I'm Wednesday. So I'm so excited <laughs> for myself. Um, but he is in Tassie. So there's a three hour time difference. So he'll <sighs> call me on his way home from work because he does night shift. Mm-hmm. So he calls me at 8am Tassie time, which is 5am. Yeah. So that's usually my morning alarm. <laughs> Have a little chat to him. And then in bed, I'll jump on and do all of the admin whilst I'm having my coffee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and fulfill your orders. As fulfill we all my see orders. On your daily yes, vlogs. On the little daily tiki tees. <laughs> so I do all of that, send that all off to my dad because when it hits my dad, it's about 9am, which yep. is normal human function time and he packs all the orders yeah so then I get all of the kind of mandatory things to keep the business running every day done before six or seven Mm -hmm. Perth time yeah then I'll go to the gym I'll go for my morning walk if I don't move my body in the morning the day may as well not go ahead like I need to move yeah Um, follow Lily's workout program (laughs) we work hand in hand over here so yeah do all of that and then I'll come home and usually the night before I'll write myself a to-do list just in my notes Mm -hmm. I'll do like the bullet points so I can tick them off as I go yeah um but I do try to like make sure that I have a focus for each week so like for example one week I might focus on influencer marketing yeah the next week I might focus on ensuring that my website is running smoothly adding on any things that I want it to like really make it pop kind of thing yeah so each week's got a different focus and I kind of try and hit those tasks probably sitting down at my desk around 10 or 11 yeah hit those hard for about three hours and then once all of my inside jobs, if yeah. you guys watch my daily vlogs, you yeah. know that that's what I refer to it as. My yeah. inside jobs are done. I'll go down to the beach and then any follow-on, I'll do my emails. I'll do all the follow-up that can be done from my phone down yeah. at the beach and yeah. try to multitask. How do you work down there? I can't work in the sun and laying on the it. beach. I, I just can't, I can't see my phone. I get distracted. I want to sleep. But I feel like that's me. Like I have to... As soon as I'm not at my desk, I, I can't do it. See, as You're soon opposite. as I'm in the sun, I'm mm. like, I'm supercharged and ready to tackle <laughs> yeah. the day. Like the sun is just my fuel. Um, yeah. And yeah, going for a little salty swim. Yeah. That will kind of give me a little bit of a wake up and I'm like, let's go. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll go down to the beach for a few hours, chip away on my phone until it goes flat because for some reason my phone goes for about two hours and then it's dead flat and then I go yeah. home. Um, 
kind of reset myself for the afternoon I'll go for a walk come back have some dinner and then really finish off any tasks that I just could not get done yeah so yeah that's either bed by eight or it's bed by two there's no in between (laughs) yeah no that's very fair enough and it's also like days will change as well because like things may go wrong that you have to also also all of a sudden fix and then other things go really fast so it's just managing your days like that as well and those are the days that are terrible where you just can't get on top of stuff and you're Mm. like how how do I fix this yeah we were literally talking the other day that there's not enough hours in the day no like I just can't do it yeah yeah and like you can't get up earlier than 5 a.m and then go to bed at two (laughs) it doesn't work no yeah like it works for a couple of days and then you end up sleeping for the whole day yeah and you may as well have just Just not done that yeah (laughs) going to sleep earlier yeah Yeah. exactly I literally had a breakdown to Geordie last night because I was like I just don't know what I'm doing wrong oh my god are we on the same wavelength because I called Lou and I had a breakdown to him and he's like just just calm down yeah (laughs) like Like, you don't get it okay if I could calm down right now I probably would yeah (laughs) yeah literally yeah Yeah. exactly and I was just like I don't know how to be productive and I was like I feel like I'm trying so hard to do absolutely everything but I'm just not getting much done and he's like you've literally worked from 5am to 8pm like you've done everything on ourselves and that's the other thing but I'm like I've ticked off everything I need to do but to grow your business you have to be that one step above and that's what I was doing I was ticking off every task like I did all my checkings I did all my programs and I messaged all my clients and then all of a sudden it was like late and I was like what the hell like what am I meant to do now I didn't go that extra step I didn't like start planning my challenge or doing an ebook or like working on my business I'm like well where where's the time for that Mm. yeah and then especially like both of us I guess it's not just the business that you're focusing on we also have like social media as well and especially for you that's another income for you yeah so you've also got to balance that and try and find time for that too exactly yeah exactly overall with love struck low and just like business in general who do you reckon you look up to the most do you Um, have like any specific people not necessarily anyone within the same industry but it's actually quite funny that you asked that because after this interview I'm about to go to the stack store and do um, I have one in Perth yeah <gasps> unreal hey oh I didn't I'm know that where is it by Miss Matilda Murray it's in the city oh so I actually look up to stacks a lot because mm-hmm. I feel like their brand morals and their values and their beliefs and everything align quite well with Love Struck Lou yeah and just their approach to marketing and mm. their organic growth yeah is just really something I look up to so I would say that Stax, Matilda and Don are Mm. two people that I'm like you are industry leaders yeah I was about to say they don't follow other people in terms of marketing it's so different like shooting random activewear in a forest like that's what like I know them as because I remember their marketing campaign so strongly yeah but I don't remember where like White Fox marketed I don't remember a beginning boutique market besides like influencers and stuff like that that's the only thing that I correlate with them and their campaign where they got their customers involved yes I remember that as well huge so that's their current campaign right now and they've got a little podcast where they kind of just brain dump and Mm -hmm. I take a lot from that yeah a lot and I just yeah if I could have Matilda as my mentor, she's I would probably pass away. Yeah, <laughs> no, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. So overall with Love Struck, Lou, do you have any sort of goals or aspirations moving forward? Like what's next for your company? I would love to get myself into a position where I could hire an intern to do the little mm-hmm. nitty gritty things and allow me to really, really focus on getting out as many collections as possible. Yeah. Um, I think this year we're aiming for five collections, oh, which is huge. That's amazing. Um, but, you know, it'd be nice to up those numbers, get like even more collections out. And yeah. one day I do want to have a physical store. Yeah. Like, all white, just looking all pretty with the yeah. jewellery we'll laid out. Would you start with like a pop-up store? And I then, think so. Yeah. That is definitely like on the cards for the foreseeable future. Yeah. But one day like... If I could have my orders being packed and sent from out back of the oh. store and then, you know, have yeah. somebody just selling the jewellery yeah. out the front, I just, that would just be huge. Yeah, that really would sound big. incredible. And potentially get myself to a position where I just oversee everything mm-hmm. and I can go on a holiday and not have work. a meltdown yeah. because I'm not working. Yeah, no, yeah. I feel that. Like when I went to Canada, I still worked because mm-hmm. I was like, who's going to do their check-ins? Yeah. Who's going to write their programs? No one. So it's on me. Yeah. And like the thing is, yes, 100%, I could have taken that time off and same as you, you can, but when you're not going to get an income. And you, you get home do? and you freak out because you're like, I haven't done work for a week. Mm. Now I'm a week behind yeah. and I'm not going to take those extra steps, Yeah. let alone get the normal steps done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole ordeal and it's a massive thing. But being at such a young age, I feel like you've navigated it so incredibly well. And I'm very excited for like the future with Love Struck Lou. So I'm very I. keen. Thank you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, now moving forward into more of a social media aspect, which I feel like a lot of people will know you from and especially from TikTok. 
How did your journey start through social media? Like, did you plan to go into it or just kind of happened? Um, I would say it just kind of happened. Originally, I started my Instagram um, because I actually had a small business prior to oh. Love Struck Lou. Not yep. many people that follow me now would know about it, more so the people at home would. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like a handmade clothing business and it was called Get Graced. Oh, I love that. And then I was making just like little halter tops and it was doing mm-hmm. really, really well. But I also personally wasn't doing well. So okay. I was yeah. like not in the best headspace, um, really struggling just being a person. Yeah. Um, and it all got a bit much when it got super busy. Mm-hmm. So I basically gave up, which yeah. looking back on it is really sad because it'd be really cool to see where that is right now. Yeah. But at the time, it just it just wasn't for me. So I decided to quit uni, do all of that kind of stuff and really try to think about what makes me happy. And at yeah. the time, movement and eating well and all of that kind of stuff was my focus. Mm-hmm. If anything, it was too much of a focus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I converted that Get Graced Instagram into Get Graced Fit. And, and that's where the in- Instagram name came from. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I genuinely just deleted all the photos of the clothing and started uploading oh, food photos and like okay. brain yep. dumping any thought that came to my head. Yeah. Um, and it was all just random girls following me. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of treated it as an online diary. Yep. Um, would post it on the internet and forget about it and pretended that I wasn't feeling the way that I was feeling kind yeah. of thing. And then I started posting on TikTok and I was doing what I eat in a days when mm-hmm. they were trending and popular and looking back on it that is potentially the dumbest thing I've ever done because I look at those and I'm like whilst I was posting them because it was recovering from an eating disorder and doing all of that and I was kind of trying to hold myself accountable and give other people inspiration to definitely eat enough food and do all of that Mm -hmm. like nobody is the same no. so yeah I just I would never post one of those ever again yeah and I feel like that is like a very big um gray area yeah because you're either one or two mindsets with that and I think if you look at it in a toxic way it 100% can be mm. and it depends on the person who's follow, um, posting it and it depends on their um I'm going to say like what they're posting yeah basically so I did one at the middle of this week and I felt like that was like more for inspiration for others like to eat more food yeah and all those different things and like look how much I'm eating in a day and also still like, like personally, like be humble, but like feel looking good at the same time. Yeah. And so it's more for an inspiration rather than more from a toxic mindset. See, I think the ones you post are great because yeah. you look at them and you're like, wow, she's eating like five yeah. to seven meals a day. <laughs> yeah. And it gives you inspiration to eat enough. Yeah. Whereas I'm an intuitive eater. So some mm-hmm. days I'll have eight meals. The other days I'll have two. Yeah. It's just like when I'm hungry, I'll eat. So yeah. I feel like know what I eat in a day would be the same the same yep so it's just like oh well yesterday she only ate two meals so I'm only gonna eat two meals yeah and I don't want to be that person Mm -hmm. that puts that idea in someone's head yeah so that's when I started to steer towards just like posting the trending videos Mm -hmm. um like whatever was going on and then I don't know how I fell into the daily vlogs I actually can't pinpoint it. I think I was just, I used to do the voiceover ones. Okay, yeah. Before the voiceovers, I would just do like a daily vlog to a trending sound. And yep. then obviously trending sounds are Pop no longer more. trending yeah. anymore. Yep. Like you've got to be talking in your TikToks for them to go off. Yeah. Um. So I started doing the voiceovers and they started doing really well. And I think thinking back, I made it a goal of mine to do a daily vlog every day of one month. And then it kind of just kept going. Stop. Yeah. And now I daily vlog every day. <laughs> How long have you been doing it for now? Have you kept count? I th- it would be at least six months. That's insane. Like, how do you remember to do it every single day? It's almost just become habit. Like, there yeah. are some days where I'm like, I'm having a really shit day mm. and I don't want to vlog and I don't. Yeah. Yeah, um, you see it like kind of suddenly end or it's like a random sunset and you're like, okay, don't know what she did that night, uh, but yeah. Uh, I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to bed. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, for example, I went back to Tassie and I hadn't seen my boyfriend in mm-hmm. six, seven weeks. I yep. hadn't seen my family and I was like, I don't need to post this on social media. Yeah. I need to take it in and experience it in the moment. Yeah. And it's moments like those that I'm like, you know what, like the world doesn't need to see that. I would rather experience it myself. Yeah, exactly. So I do try to do that or if I know I'm going away somewhere and I'm like I want to be really, really in the moment, I'll do like a three day vlog. Yeah. Um, but 
for the most part like you just remember yeah it's crazy because like and you do it so fast as well like i'm serious it's a one take wonder like you don't like refilm it five times like that's like the biggest problem that i have and even like chloe and i'd always talk about it with you is we like sit on something for so long like should i post it refilm it five times retake it three times and then like you literally will like take it and like put it in the app and yeah. you're good to go. That's it. So that's why I think it's also been so consistent with you because it doesn't take hours out of your day. Yes. It's a very fast little thing. Very organic. And I just like, when I'm sitting there on my phone, I'm like, oh, I'll quickly edit like that portion of the yeah. vlog. So when it does get to six o'clock and it's upload time, mm. it's done. I'm yeah. not sitting there for two hours trying to edit the thing. Yeah. So yeah, I think I've gotten myself into a very, very good habit with it, but yeah if it was anything that was harder I would have given up by now exactly (laughs) so do you basically from the second you wake up you start filming and do you put it in so you don't put it into TikTok do you You film on your camera roll and put it into an app yeah so I use video leap to edit my apps yeah I think it's so easy I've seen a lot of cap cut around lately Mm, that's what I use um I tried to get into it but it's just you have your thing and you stick with it yeah Yeah. and I don't think lots of people when I say I edit on video leap they're like what's that yeah I've never heard of it yeah and there's this thing called photo leap as well I don't yeah. really use that too much, but it's so easy. Yeah. So easy. Oh, and that's you can good. like overlay little stickers in there and yeah. stuff. It's quite fun. And that's the thing is like, as long as it's easy, it's fine. So then like, do you take the video and put it in straight away? Or sometimes do you do a few at a time and um, put it in? Well, I film everything in my, on my camera. Yeah. So it's like in my photo album on my phone. Yeah. Um, not commonly, like I'll usually edit the morning block when I've gotten home from the gym and it's like 10 a.m. I'm sitting down to do work. Yeah. And then film throughout the day and then when I go down to the beach I'll do the next block and then Mm. when I'm on my afternoon walk I'll finish off the editing yeah okay I feel like that's really how you've built your community as well is through TikTok do you reckon that's had like a direct correlation kind of to your Instagram growth as well oh absolutely yeah like people followed me on my journey from Tassie to Perth yeah that brought me a lot of a lot of growth and like I've been able to connect with a lot of Perth girls and Mm -hmm. like it's been awesome and I feel like I almost have relationships with some of my followers because they'll comment on my photos all the time they're always in my dms and I'm like hey like you know who it is exactly and like I don't know I've been walking around in Perth and people have been coming up to me like almost every day if not multiple times a day being like oh my god I follow you on TikTok I love your videos and like I don't think if I didn't get that feedback I probably would have stopped by now yeah but people are constantly commenting on my videos being like please never stop like I wait for this every single day yeah like everyone's like oh my god I'm so excited you uploaded this I've been waiting for it and I'm like that is just beyond wild to me yeah yeah and thinking that people are actually waiting for your video to pop up did that kind of happen in Tassie because Tassie is obviously even smaller again than Perth did you find that you were getting noticed a little bit there um not so much as Perth yeah which is wild like I mean it did happen I think the first time it happened I got really overwhelmed and Mm. I got a bit self-conscious and I was like oh people do watch these like you see the numbers you see 10k 15k views and you're like oh it's just a number whatever But like when somebody physically approaches you and says, I watch your videos, yeah. it kind of makes me it's feel scary. a bit sick. Yeah. I'm like, why? Should I make them better? Should I change yeah. this? You start to second guess yourself. Like, why are you watching my video? <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that's my job. And then yeah. I just need to remind myself that I'm putting myself on the internet. Of course, people are watching my videos. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. In Tassie, I think the first night that I went out, like in a clubbing sense, yeah. Um, so many girls came up to me and wow. I got really overwhelmed. Like really? I, I went think... home. I oh. was like, nope, I cannot do this. People are coming up to me. Like yeah. I'm scared because I do, I'm quite an anxious person. I yeah. do get anxious and I do care what people think of me sometimes. Yeah. But then other times I'm like, I don't care at all. Yeah. That night I must've been feeling like, oh my God, I care too much. Yeah. So then I went home and I was like, I think I just need to give up. Wow. And then Louis was like, no, you don't. you you need to just remember why you're doing it from the start and just keep true to yourself and keep being you yeah exactly and And that's why people started following in the first place because you were so authentic to you yeah and you are you and the second you start to change and people like oh i'm she's not as relatable anymore like yeah i don't like look up to her and stuff like all those things they like you for literally and it kind of gets to a point where you're like well, all I do is like work and go for my morning walk. Like, are people getting sick of this? But no, they're not. Like, yeah. they love the repetitive things and they love knowing your day-to-day routine as yeah. well. I'm just an average girl, you know? <laughs> yeah, and I think that's why people love it too. And I also don't think people realise how, like, 
you're very noticeable in person as well because you are like a little bit shorter as well. Like people just know like you're, you're great. Yeah, and like you tiny can, girl walking along the yeah, footpath. <laughs> like you're very like noticeable and you can like tell exactly who you are. So yeah, that will definitely go with that. So yeah. it kind of like falls on the back. Do you kind of ever feel any pressure overall from social media or like to live up to specific standards or trends? I was feeling more pressure when my Instagram name was Get Graced Fit interesting yeah because obviously it all started around fitness and stuff and when that started that was my main focus yeah and I was very obsessed with the way I looked mm-hmm. I had raging body dysmorphia and all that kind of stuff so I was like I need to remain fit for my Instagram it is a fitness Instagram the mm-hmm. second I let go everyone's gonna one follow me and wow. I just got this idea in my head that I was like no like I need to stay looking a certain way Mm -hmm. which is a terrible way to think life is so much bigger than that and I was always an advocate for pushing to not revolve your life around how you look kind of thing so it was a very um and ah topic for ages like Louis was actually the one that said you know like you've got so many other passions and focuses in life Mm. why don't you change your name to Grace Twos which is my Instagram now and I was like oh but like people won't care and I it just I got really in my own head about it and then one day I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to message my manager and see what she thinks. And yeah. she was like, great idea. I was like, yeah, okay, wow. cool, because I've already done it. <laughs> <laughs> glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I actually did it. Yeah. I've gone and done it. So. And you get so in your head that people have a certain persona about you and that's who they think you are. So you build that up in your mind that like, if I change one thing, if I post something different, they're not going to like it. Yeah. But it's not true at all. People like you for exactly you. And I definitely got in my head as well when I went to Canada, I felt like I didn't post as much because I'm like, well, it's not fitness. People don't care. Exactly. People are going to unfollow me because it's not what I'm like used to posting and stuff. And I also felt like a little bit like pressure to go to the gym and be like, oh, I'm still going to the gym and things like that. Yes, I wanted to, but yes, I still felt that pressure as well. Yeah. And you just get in your own head. Like it's some days you can be on top of the world and don't give an absolute crap and then mm. other days it's like what the hell I'm deleting my account yeah. yeah I think that's also got to do with your cycle as well like, oh yeah I don't know some mm-hmm. days I'm like I am the queen like yeah. I am just I love my life I'm killing life and everything and then quite literally the next day I'll be like my world is falling to pieces <laughs> yeah. and it's just it's crazy but like that is the reality of being alive like not yeah. every day is going to be perfect and I think again that's where yeah. the daily vlogs come in and I'm like so honest yeah today's shit yeah (laughs) today and then you also post that like you're crying or having a bad day or miss lou and all those things i think girls can really directly relate to that as well yeah i think that's why people love it especially when they like follow other social media like let's say influencers they just like if they find it hard to relate that directly Mm. and it also allows you to be yourself more because the second you're you're more yourself online it's so much easier to continue doing it because if you showed up every day as someone that you weren't it's so hard to like keep that going it doesn't work facade yeah. yeah yeah I don't know and I feel like also since deleting the fitness name I have put such like passion into everything else that I love mm. like I love fashion yeah I love doing my makeup yeah I love random photos of stuff that does not matter yeah like oh cool my shoes look awesome sitting on my wooden floor sitting yeah. like that I'm gonna upload that yeah like I don't care anymore that's why people love your account and that's what I feel like I'm really struggling with as well like is to find that difference between being yourself and being aesthetic yeah and I find I overthink things so much but when you think about it people tap through stories so fast like oh, just they don't think, even look yeah imagine <laughs> like you always come back to like I always have to remind myself how fast do I tap through other people's stories I don't even read what they post on there yeah let alone the capture or anything I'm like oh that's a cool photo I'll tap next yeah like you just overthink it so much but I think that's really good that you've gotten to this point where you can upload whatever you want and just be you basically mm. online if you like the photo upload it that exactly. goes to anyone posting on instagram not just like trying to grow yep. a following courting but i hated it because it was not warm obviously mm. it was cold yeah um so i moved back to tassie with the intention of packing myself up and going to queensland eventually yeah and then my boyfriend and I started hanging out and I was like, mm. I can't leave this man behind. <laughs> yeah. So I told him of my plans to move to Queensland. It had always like been a known thing. And yeah. he was like, okay, well, if you like the heat, what about Perth? Yeah. Because he um, is moving here to do FIFO work or FIFO. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, FIFO, FIFO. I didn't even know what that was before moving to Perth. Like yeah. no idea. I but, mean, it's yeah. like the number one thing to do over here apparently. Everyone Everyone's it. doing yeah. it. Yeah. But anyway, he was like, I want to do that kind of work. Mm-hmm. And Perth is the sunniest state in Australia. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you've sold me. <laughs> yeah. Show me. I'm there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
showed me a couple of YouTube videos of Brody Moss, YBS, if you're watching this. I'm obsessed with you. Oh, I don't know it. Oh, you need to get on it. Okay. It's like the most beautiful stuff ever. Yeah. So anyway, basically watched a couple of YouTube videos and I was like, righto, that'll do. <laughs> yeah, here if we there's go. sunshine, I'll go. Yeah. So it was in the talks for about two years. And wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Me being the naggy girl I am. Yeah. Louis, if he's listening to this, would be like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but me being the nag I am, I was like, we've got to go. We've got to go. Like, yeah. I can't do another winter here. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it got to a point where he was like, we're eventually going to be there together. Yeah. Why don't you just go now? It's going to make you happy. I love how supportive he is. He's beautiful. Like saying like, just go and I'll meet you there. Like yeah. you need to be happy. People drove me over here. So yes. basically committed to that. Um, in hindsight, if I could have looked into a crystal ball and realized how shit long distance is, mm. I might have waited a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I've grown a lot in the last two months yeah. and I've realized what makes me happy and I've soaked up the sun and I've worked mm. on my business. So it has been a great decision. Yeah. But I feel like you've definitely grown as a person. I think everyone that can look at you now has been like, well, you have really developed over the past few months. You probably needed that alone time as well to figure exactly. out what works for you. Yeah. 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 And growth doesn't happen in Tassie. Yeah. Like Mm. it's a small place and there's not big opportunities. And I feel like you sometimes do just get stuck in that everyday cycle of like, oh, this is what I grow up with. Like, and you you do forget that you can branch out. So I think moving here has kind of removed all of that. And I've just been like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. I feel like everyone's moving from not going to Queensland anymore and going to Perth because originally I really wanted to go to Queensland. Like that's where you just want to go. And everyone during lockdown was going to Queensland. But it's so saturated there now. Mm. Like I find if I see photos or videos of like Burley Hill, you can't get a park. You can't even in the middle of winter get a park at a cafe. Yeah, You just, it's so like busy 24 7 how calm is it here it's so calm like oh i mean the only time i've been a bit disappointed when sculptures by the sea was on mm, let's not like, talk about sculptures by the sea <laughs> sculptures are ugly yeah. and, and everyone's so stopped looking at them yeah. <laughs> like, yeah yeah but now like i don't know i live in cottesloe mm. for anyone that knows what perth is yeah what perth is where perth is <laughs> yeah um but like it's just so calm and so beautiful yeah and, I love this place. Like, I could never see myself going back to Tassie yeah, honestly, permanently. Same. Yeah. Um, you're probably the same yeah, as Melbourne. My like, mom's- Melbourne's Tassie, yeah. but just on a larger scale. It is. And it's just like, I found that I couldn't grow there. And even when I went back the other week, I felt like my passion wasn't, like, it just dropped all of a sudden. As soon yeah. as I arrived, I was like, nah, don't have any drive for absolutely anything. Yeah. You need that different place to flourish. And they always say you can't, like you said before, you can't grow in your comfort zone. You really need to push the boundaries and go out. The only reason they would be- move to Queen. Queensland is for Tori and like for the podcast and for all business things and because I find that we really help each other grow and that is Tori if you're listening come come to to Perth Perth. (laughs) please and then she's gonna bring Jackson along and there's a whole yeah but like squad I know and she he was actually looking at playing footy here so oh well Jackson if you're listening maybe (laughs) if you leave Tori will leave it's a a domino effect you know however she did leave Jackson to go to Queensland but that's okay it's fine that's fine yeah she maybe she'll come here soon. I reckon that'll be a great idea. Yeah, because she has family here too. So oh, it's, it's meant not to like be. exactly. I agree. Even yeah. if it's for like a year, just come say hey. But then like she'll get here and she'll be like, I'm never leaving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> honestly, everyone says that Perth is just like so so beautiful. I didn't want to leave when I first came to visit, so I came to visit to do um, a photo shoot for Love Struck Lou. Yeah. Um, and I took any opportunity that I could <laughs> yeah. to just see some sunshine. Yeah. And I was so upset when I was leaving because I was really? like, I just don't want to go. Yeah. Like, I've got a carry-on bag that'll last. <laughs> I'm just, good to go. I'll just keep doing my washing. I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I definitely agree. So Lou is coming next week. Yeah. So today. Oh, when you listen to this, he's already going to be here. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll probably <gasps> be walking along the beach with oh, him. Oh, I'm so Does he like the beach? Uh, He likes the beach, but his skin doesn't like the beach. Okay. So yeah. like I'm an Italian mm-hmm. olive skin girl yeah. and Lou is a redhead and <laughs> yeah. he's quite fair skinned. Yeah. So when I say let's go to the beach, he's like, you want to go sit down at the beach mm. for five hours. You don't want to come home. Yeah. If I sit there for five hours, I'll end up in hospital. <laughs> so yeah, he's got like um, a ute, which has like a canopy and mm-hmm. 
an awning. I'm probably butchering these names, yeah. but he's got shade. Yeah. So when he gets his car over here eventually, like he will sit under there. Oh, uh, that's a good the idea. Sun. The best thing as well, though, you live walking distance from the beach. So if he's right. had enough, he can just go home. Yeah, see you, babe. Yeah, see that's you later. so handy. That's yeah. really good. Yeah. But he does love the beach and he loves adventuring and camping and all that. So yeah. that was also another big yeah. reason for coming here. But yeah. yeah, I think it's five sleeps, oh, four that's sleeps. so exciting. I don't know. I'm counting down like it's Christmas. Yeah. This is more exciting than Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I feel like you're either one way with long distance and you can be okay or you can really struggle. And have you found like you really struggle with long distance and you wouldn't do it again? I mean, if somebody was to say, oh, like, would you recommend doing it? Mm. I'd say no. (laughs) No. Yeah. I don't know. Lou is my best friend. Yeah. Like I can't relate to anyone more Mm -hmm. than Lou. And I just feel like during the day I'm fine because I'm busy and I'm occupied and stuff. But because we used to spend so much time together when I was back in Tassie, like going home to an empty apartment and yeah. cooking myself dinner and sitting down and eating dinner by myself yeah. is so shit. Yeah. And you don't even have any pets or anything. So no. it's just like you, yourself and I. No. <laughs> I did have a mole cricket um, that used to chirp around for oh. a while. So that was like my pet. A what? A mole cricket. I've never heard I of that. I swear I told you about this and it was like chirping so loud and no. then I had to kill it and I'm terrified of bugs. Oh yeah. yeah. And it was dead in the plant and you had to take out the whole plant. Yeah. That's yeah. in the daily vlog episode if you yeah. guys want to watch that. Um, <laughs> Actually, and then you also have a rat that's your friend as well yeah so I went down south a couple of days ago and if you know me I'm a very clean Mm. freak like I clean and I vacuum every day yeah when I get stressed like my release is cleaning the apartment kind of thing so I've gotten home and instantly I was like someone's been in my apartment what the hell like and that's a scary feeling by yourself oh yeah my gut dropped I was like oh where's my phone called Louis yeah what's he gonna do he's on the other side (laughs) of Australia but anyway so I've called him and I was like someone's been in the apartment like and he was like oh my god like check if any of the valuables are missing yeah so I've walked around and like everything that had monetary value was exactly where it was supposed to be. So I was like, why have they ripped apart my coffee pods and stolen my fruit and (laughs) left cereal all over the stove? Left cereal on the stove. And I was like, no, what the hell? Mm. And Louis was like, it's a rat. I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) Don't even. (laughs) Don't say that to me. So I've walked around and there's like a little hole where I think cables are meant to come through for like, a wi-fi box or something yeah but it is a hole into like the wall and there was a little pile of dirt underneath this hole yeah and being the clean freak that i am i don't let dirt sit there so i was like oh my god you're right yeah so basically i'm trying to get in touch with my landlord Mm. to come kill the bastards (laughs) but the landlord doesn't like to respond to my calls Mm. so you even tried like you shoved something in the hole and then it just didn't work i shoved some paper in the hole and then i came out and the little mouse or rat had decided to take it back to its little layer Honestly, that's just so rude and scary. Like, if that was in here, like, that's... I just grabbed Geordie. I'm like, help me, please. Like, I'm not an independent woman. I need a man. Like, yeah. That was literally me the other day. There's a cockroach in the house. I'm like, Geordie, I'm not an independent woman anymore. I need help killing this cockroach. Yeah, (laughs) I'll be an independent woman where it's fitting. Yeah, exactly. convenient. Yeah, I Um, agree. But yeah, bugs, rats, mosquitoes, like anything. No. Anything is just... No, kind of that. Sick. Yeah. I feel like that wraps you up pretty much as like your life at the moment. Yeah. Going from like love struggle, also working with like social media and all those things. I feel like you're absolutely thriving. Thank and you. And it's only the start of all that. I did forget to ask at the very start of the episode that we're going to incorporate with all our guests. But what would be three words that describe you as a person? Oh. Mm. Put you under pressure for this one, didn't oh my I? God, you didn't put these in the notes. Yeah, I did not. <laughs> um, I would say energetic, mm-hmm. loving, mm-hmm. and authentic. Oh, is that humble? Yeah, no, I love that. I don't think that's I very humble. That. No, I think it is. I don't know. No, I think I think there's a difference between being humble, 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 and being like have egotistical. Like, yeah, I feel like that's so fine. Yeah. I would say like minor. Oh, like and an lot. overthinker is a little bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just add that one Major overthinker. Let's put that one as the first one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I love that. And I have one more question for you. What is a quote you live by? Everything happens for a reason. And that is Tori's quote as well. Oh, is, is it? She has it tattooed on her. 
Ah. Mm-hmm. That is her quote she lives by too. See, I got a dumb tattoo when I was 16 and like looking back on it, I probably should have got that one as well. What was that quote? Um, It says forever is composed of nows, which I guess in a roundabout way kind of means mm. the same thing. Yeah. But, like, but it's also like, no, I get that. It's it kind of does. Dumb. Yeah. Really I think dumb. reading that, it's like, huh? You go take a second and then you understand. You're like, oh, that's really cool. Thought provoking. Yeah. I, see, that's what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> I must have been really wise when I was 16. Yeah. No, I love that. <laughs> um, okay. And just finally, take us through your collection that is going live on the 12th of April, is it? Yes. 12th yep. of April. I might even give you guys a little discount code. Should I do that? Yeah, absolutely should. Okay. Let's do raw reality. We'll just do raw reality okay. and it'll get you guys 15% off. <gasps> Remind oh, me to put that in, otherwise okay. you guys are all going to be disappointed. But yep. Raw Reality, capital letters, yep. that's your little DC code. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much. Um, but basically, it is a necklace, a bracelet, and a ring. The necklace is a big, thick, love heart, really heavy and beautiful. Quite chunky, yep. actually. Yep. And then the bracelet is the exact same style, but just with a super thin chain on the wrist. And yep. then a ring, which has a little dangly heart on it. <gasps> I love dangly rings yep. so much. You've actually got a little parcel coming your way. Oh, yeah. Excuse me? Yeah. It's oh my addressed gosh. to Lil and Lil, because there's two Lils in this building. Stop! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> I had to give you a prezi. Oh, my love. Thank you. Yeah. So okay. yeah, that's the collection coming. Limited drop as well. So once it Ooh, sells out, she's done. She gone. Yep. But yep. four more collections this year after that. Yeah. So four, she's three on. or four. Yeah, we'll okay. see what we can do. I'm yep. hoping for four, but again, manufacturers overthinker, overachiever. You know, <laughs> yeah. we'll just see how that goes. Yeah. <laughs> Set the bar higher so you can go for higher. As exactly. Well. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on thank the podcast. I hope you guys me. all enjoyed this episode with Grace. Go give go give um us our no your social media. What is it? Um, Couldn't speak then. Okay, I've got to get... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that is okay. I have a new Instagram, obviously, mm. as mentioned. It is Grace2, so G-R-A-C-E-T-O-O-Z-E underscore, which mm-hmm. is my personal. And then the Lovestruck Lou is Lovestruck underscore Lou yeah. on Instagram. Yeah. Same on TikTok. Yeah. And then my Insta- my TikTok name. I don't know what my TikTok name is. I think is. it's Grace Twos, but then under, it's like Grace Get Fit. I don't because know. Because remember how it was like, can, do you want me to like quickly have a little... Why do I not know my own TikTok name? That's my job. Babe. Not... Come on, pull it together. Sometimes I feel like it comes up as multiple things. Like you can have two names on it. It might TikTok. just be Grace Twos. Let me have a little quick look as I search. Now. It's Grace Twos underscore. Yeah. Yep, cool. And then it has Grace Get Fit in like the very top part. Yes, up there. because I wanted people to be able to find mm. me still. On the road to 100k, I see though. We're oh not my god, off. it's not growing. It's if just... you guys want to go help me get 100k, be <laughs> go my for guest. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.